You're listening to Third Opinion MD. I'm your host, Barbara Delatore. I'm a physician and artist bringing a blended perspective to you about healthcare and exploring simpler ways to restore and maintain your health. It's so hard to believe that I've just finished now with this episode, two seasons of the podcast, Third Opinion MD. Just two years ago, I was pretending to record a podcast by interviewing my two cats. So I've really come a long way. But what I'm really excited about is how many more people are listening and engaging in what I believe we can do together. And that is redesign the systems that are not working for us. Is it by destroying the system? No, it's by enhancing your individual system, by forming your own third opinion, by learning how to think critically about the different systems of healthcare and how to navigate through them. You now have the power to take care of yourself and be in charge of your healthcare team and your healthcare journey. And in the end, when someone asks you, what's your health strategy? You'll have an idea about how to start that conversation and know what directions to point to. Here's a recap of Dr. Smith Acuna in episode two, explaining what systems theory is. What systems approaches have in common is really looking at organizations, structures, entities in a holistic way, in a way that really focuses on relationships and patterns and interactions. But really systems thinking evolved to kind of counteract a lot of the limitations of our traditional Western scientific method, which is very reductionistic, isolationist. You know, when we talk about science, we say, how are we going to understand a phenomenon? And systems theory says we understand it best by a holistic approach as opposed to a reductionistic approach. In changing the healthcare system, we have to think about how to work with it. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but it's really important because guess what? Systems are made to last. They are trying to maintain homeostasis. So you can't just destroy a system. And besides, if you destroy a system, what are you going to replace it with? So really the best way to do it is to do it in a gentle way. And one of the ways to do it gently is to bolster each of our own individual methods of maintaining our health and preventing health problems. I heard from many of you that you enjoyed the interview in episode four with Master Liu Ha, a Qigong master, who talks about how to make health simple. And we'll be bringing her back again in season three. Here she is from episode four. For good health, we should have qi flowing like a river. If a river block, you know, then then it cannot flow, then uh, just like become a dead water, then they start to smell, and then start to have a lot of bugs. So exactly the same things, the images, the body, qi and the blood has to flow. Yeah. And, you know, all the water system. In Chinese medicine, one of the reasons I, I think that people don't understand it or, or take it as seriously is because it's a beautiful metaphors are used in the language. Right. And so describing types of water, whether it's a pond or a river or a sea or a bubbling spring. But in, in our language, we use different mm. different focus. We also don't talk about channels in the West. We focus on the muscles and action of muscles and right. the surface, yeah. Yeah. structure, anatomy. Yeah. But they're both equally important. They just, they can play well together, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, again, 
uh, as we said, qi we cannot see it, but gradually you can feel it. And uh, again, we said you know, all our body is always the muscles is visible, but you know, invisible thinking can damaging or can repair your muscles. You know, your thinking we cannot see, but however, you know, can impact so much for our physical health, emotional health. I decided that some of the episodes I want to make for you are from my standpoint, not just as a physician, as a doctor, but as a person who's also trying to take care of her health and trying to do the right thing. I believe that we can learn so much, not just from where we are now, but where we were and where our family was. You understand the time that you're living in and how things are happening in your life better if you look at history. And I thought that maybe you'll understand your doctors also better if you know a little bit of history of your doctors. And that's how we can create a better future for everyone else. In episode five, I include my mother and my nephew as my past and my future. I want to take what I've learned and what I carry from past generations and create a better future for you. The overall theme of season two moves on from the call to start working on our own healthcare strategy to understanding how we can integrate the healthcare system from the inside out. I brought guests who talked about everything from how we can integrate the treatment of trauma to understanding why we couldn't integrate our medical system up to this point because of what happened before. History is vital to making a difference in the future. Here's a segment from episode eight with historian Eric Boyle, where he talks about self-care and the attitudes from the mainstream medical profession. There has never been a time in which there was any sort of unanimous position from the mainstream medical profession that self-care was a bad thing or it was something that should be avoided at all costs or that you could only be treated for a medical condition by a doctor. It's never been that rigid, but I think there have been trends over time that reflected in many ways the place of the the profession more broadly. So in times in which the profession as a whole felt more threatened, I think oftentimes the response was to promote increased reliance on the doctor as the authority, in part because that included an implicit message that you should not necessarily just not be treating yourself or diagnosing yourself or making those decisions as an individual, but also you shouldn't be seeking them from other people or other places outside the profession. We also talked about medical education and how that can be more integrated. If you're wondering what the topics are going to be for season three, here's a sneak preview. My nephew gives it away just a little bit by talking about emotions and about the environment. Want to say anything to Auntie Barbara? I hope you're doing great at what you're learning, Auntie Barbara. And I want to tell you another part. Okay. So one of my other emotions is like a mixture of all of them, like feeling all the emotions at the same time. And that emotion is excited. And when I feel excited, it just overloads my energy and I just burst with energy. And <laughs> and all, when all the energy bursts around me, I just feel 
the world around me. Feel the vibrations of the earth. Like I become one with the earth. Thank you so much. This wraps up season two. I appreciate your time sharing this with others. And please don't forget, please rate this show and leave a review. And I will be back in September. Take care and be well. I'd love to hear from you. Please send me your comments, questions, or suggestions for future topics and guests you'd like to have on the show. You can find the contact form under the podcast tab at the website thirdopinionmd.org. Be sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast and submit a rating on your favorite podcast player. Third Opinion MD podcast is produced by me, Barbara Dillatore. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle. Any comments made by the host or guest on Third Opinion MD reflect opinions about healthcare and self-care. Please consult with your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Thank you for listening.